Dude, we're live. Wait, what? We're on. On what? 23 shots off or with JD? Wait, the mic's live? Yes. Uh, I think it's off. Just go off. What's up? This is the 23 shots of JD podcast. How's it going? You don't like that? What was that, dude? You said bring energy. Not that type of energy. What's was that? Well, then you show me. All right. Hey, guys. This is the 23 shots of JD podcast. Yeah, I guess that's better. Let's roll straight into it. Let's go. Guy in the NBA should ever, should ever, have, should ever wear a 23. I've been working on that shot my whole life, and uh, you know, for that one to go in, you know, that was that was liberating right there, man. And I'm not, I'm not shoving it aside, you know, like it don't mean anything. I know it's important. I do, I honestly do. But we talking about 23 shots JD podcast. So, man, Kawhi's looking good for the Spurs. You could have said hi. N- well, I feel like it's pretty soon when we're just, like, in the intro, so... Whatever. I don't think we say hi in the intro. Really? Yes. I know, you so made that intro. I-, I feel like the first two minutes is always just arguing, isn't it? It is. But, yeah, man's injured <laughs> again. It is. Yeah, Kawhi's injured, man. Was it torn torn shoulder? I think it's a, uh, yeah, a tear in his pack or something. Or Jeez. a strain in his pack. It's not nice. Yeah. but It's a partial he- tear in the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think that's what Lonzo had when he got injured. So it might not be super oh, bad. Yeah, but like I'm well, I think that's what Marco Fultz had as well. But yeah, he's a different case. Well, you don't actually know. Yeah, we we really don't know. But Kawhi was sitting on the bench in their last game against the Lakers. So it's like he's still rolling with the team. It's not like he's rehabbing back in San Antonio. So if it's alright for him to still be, I guess, slightly training during like. Um, their off days and stuff like that and being around the coaching stuff, I guess it shouldn't be too bad. And also it's key that it's his shoulder. It's not a re-injury of the hamstring or the, or the ankle. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. It's just a partial exactly. tear or whatever it is. He can heal up and, I mean, it's not ideal, but it's not like he's got a chronic injury or anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's nothing too insane at the moment. Um, but, yeah, no, it just sucks. It just sucks for him because... You know, he did all that rehabbing and stuff, and he was looking good. Yeah, he it came was back and to he look was, really good, stringing together 20-odd point games. Yeah, like, his defense was still on point, man. Like, um, his shooting, his mid-range game is very, very impressive. I found it, I found it, don't worry. And, um, yeah, and it felt like the Spurs were getting more cohesive, and I guess it, it was a small sample size, but we saw that him and Aldridge could sort of, like, Play together quite well. Yeah, interesting. Uh, apparently, I don't know if this is old news or not, but I saw it recently. Apparently, Aldridge asked for a trade in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted a trade, and everyone was even like, everyone was thinking ego. that everyone was thinking that he should get traded. Like even draft, like they were really pursuing to uh, trade him for like a good draft pick or something, or try and yeah, get like a package. Yeah, so I could see why they changed the style to fit him though, which is good because you got to make the most. Yeah, AK they really changed the style, they just gave him the ball more. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which is like I guess I guess like it from his his point of view though, he's the one that's like he left the um Portland Trailblazers because he still thought he wanted to be the man. But, but Lillard like, was kind of becoming exactly, Lillard was emerging. But then as soon as he gets to the Spurs, uh, assuming that he's gonna be the number one option, Kawhi Leonard just ups his game uh Immensely, so yeah, and Kawhi's so much better than him. So exactly, yeah, Kawhi's like, like top five player in the NBA. So, but I mean, you know, in total, with all these injuries for Kawhi, I know that they're, they're different injuries. But are you worried at all for San Antonio or um, San Antonio itself? I think 
literally they could do like what the Cavs are, you know, Cavs always do is just make sure you win about 50-ish games. You say in the top four, the West, which weirdly enough, I think that they can do just with Lamarcus. Well, yeah, they're going to be able to do like that. They're already, they're already number three um, in the West. And I feel like Houston's, you know, been sort of slowing down as of late. And, um, you know, all those teams, I think, yeah, I think they have a strong case to still be championship. Uh, they need him to obviously go yeah. deep in the oh, of course, of course. playoffs, though. And do you think, like, I mean, there's still, a, there's halfway through the season, there's still more than enough time to, for him to come back exactly, and yeah, be, yeah. like, all guns are blazing for the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Like, they can, they have the flexibility in the system that allows other people to shine. Um, well, their role players come up big. Yeah, exactly. Like, Bryn Forbes has been playing really well. Um, who else? Bertans. He had, a, he had a really good game a couple of days ago. So, everyone's really contributing on that team. And that's, you know, that's just it's a Greg Popovich system. Man, I need to ask one thing, though. What? We're recording your place today. Yeah. I got into where we record before you woke up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I need whoa, to say whoa, quickly. Whoa, wait, is, is, is this, are you trying to throw me under the bus? What here? I need to say is, you're still half asleep, man. Oh, You've got to wake up. So, what, 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 You're what, putting oh, me to sleep here. Oh, so what was yesterday, though? Yesterday what? was your birthday. Oh, I know. Okay. I know. Yes, I know. Yes, and yes. I know I'm coming off as a dick for this. But you know <laughs> what he said? Do you want to come up and do it early? And I was like, all right. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like we went out big last night. That was the night before. Yeah. So, you know, you still had, I mean. Man's trying to throw someone under the bus post-birthday. Post-birthday throwing under the bus. I still feel guilty <laughs> none of us got you present. No, Dude, I've I was worried that I, if I got you a hat or something, everyone else would be like, no, oh, I didn't get you anything. No, I, would, I wouldn't get any of you guys. Just because, like, I don't know. I feel like when it gets to that type of, you know, just chilling and stuff, just like, I don't know. I don't want anything, like, too extra. Or maybe you do. Would you want a present, David? I don't know. I was worried that uh, one of our friends makes a lot of money compared to us. I was worried he was going to rock up with some stupidly expensive gift and we nah, were all going to look like savage. Like, like you said, we were, we were like hanging out like the day slash morning of my birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he sort of, uh, yeah, he sort of, you know. When he drinks, because yeah. we were out big, when he drinks, he just drops how much money he earns. Yeah, he just, oh he just didn't stop buying drinks. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, that could, was go, could go for some more of those chicken, uh, chicken and waffle fries though. Oh, that dude. was good. That fried chicken and waffle fries. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, late happy birthday to you. Uh, Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, wake man. up though. Wake up though. Dude. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, I feel like I'm energized right now doing this part. Energized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Miami, dude. Speaking of role play, uh, teams with role play stand up. It's kind of the problem with the Cavs. We'll talk about that later, but. Um, unlike the Cavs, they have a lot of players who are kind of like a ragtag crew of no names almost, relative no names, and they buy in and they all do their job. Yeah, their their roster is one of the most weirdest rosters I've ever seen. Sort of similar to like a, a Utah Jazz roster where they just have a lot of just random pieces that somehow work well together. Yeah. Like, you're like, I don't know why this is working, but it does. Like, they got... They're like a, they got like Tyler Johnson, who's like oh, he's good, he's, he's underrated, good, but he's not like amazing good. They got Josh Richardson, that's good, but not amazing good. They got Dion Waiters, who you know, sadly enough, is sort of out for the season with an ankle injury. I don't know if that really is too big a loss for them because he's exactly. a guy who diminishes the, the performance of other players when he's around, and he has to perform really well to be a net gain. Yeah, they're the, re- they're the reason why it's called Waiters Island because it's just Waiters on that island. Yeah, but um and. 
Well, yeah, he's out for the season, most likely foot surgery or something. Yeah, they got a they got what's his uh, name? Gordon Drogic. He's underrated as hell. Yo, the super underrated, super bitch. underrated. Got here. I, I mean, think I honestly should be an all star. Like there needs to be one all star at least on that team. Man, and Gordon Dragic is playing really, really well. Super criminally underrated you as look a point at his, guard. You look at his stats: thirty-two minutes a game, he averages seventeen um, and five with four rebounds, shooting forty-four percent from the floor. Yeah, I mean he's a beast. Over the last few games, I think they've, I think they beat the Raptors, Jazz, and I think the Pacers as well. Twenty points, twenty-four points, sixteen points. 8 to 16 for the floor, 10 to 20, uh, 21, 6 to 18. Like, he's doing his job. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been playing really, really well. And don't forget, they've been in the Cavs and the Celtics. They beat yeah. the Celtics. So, they've been in the top you know, top two teams on, um, in the Eastern Conference. So, they they show that they can play. Uh, I, probably said this, I, I probably said this, like, another podcast. Like, Eric Spolster is a legit coach. Like, yeah, everyone, goes, everyone goes, like, oh, you know, LeBron James coach team. Like, nah, Eric Spolster... It was a legit coach. I mean, well, you're seeing it now. Look at Ty Lue, yeah. Like, how, how badly he's running that team. Yeah. And Eric Spolster had that plus prime D Wade and, and Bosch's egos to deal with. Exactly. So and yeah. Chalmers, you wanted to chime in all the time. <laughs> Chalmers, like, yeah. That's true. And but he dealt with them. Exactly, exactly. And, like, we can see that everyone buys into what he's trying to uh, preach. Except for maybe one person, which is Hassan Whiteside. He's sort of, yeah, he's sort of been, like, having some weird comments, you know, post game and sometimes on Twitter and stuff, just weird sort of comments saying that like... I think Spo wants his effort to rise. Yeah, wants his effort to effort to increase and uh, Whiteside sort of wants his game time to increase, like his minutes to increase a lot, which is fine. He's, he is the marquee player. They just signed him on yeah. that $100 million contract. He's been playing around 28 minutes a game though. Yeah, but like if, you're, if, you're paying someone, if you're paying someone that much, you want them True. to be sort of the cornerstone of your franchise, I guess. Like Yeah, 14 and 8 is not is not production. Exactly. That's I mean, he's a great defender. Considering but that, like, he basically was, like, games last year and, like, the season before, he was getting, like, 20 and 20 consistently. Yeah. With, like, eight blocks. Oh, like, not eight blocks. Like, five blocks he or something. He has big block games, though. Exactly. Like, he's really, really good. But I guess maybe just... He wants uh, his effort. I mean, that's... He's a good coach. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He probably sees the effort isn't there. Says, look, you're the marquee player, but you got to put in effort. So you get more minutes when you put in more effort, and until then, Bam's gonna take your minutes. Yeah, Bam Adebayo's been playing well. I feel like it feels like the typical. He got his he got his big contract. He got his money, and now he's sort of just like, you know. Yeah, well, he's know, not Fat Albert, but he's still. Yeah, he's just sort of yeah, like you said, effort's not there. He's had some injuries though, so he might be sort of warming back into it. Exactly. Yeah. He was uh, he was injured at the start of the season. I'm pretty. He's sure. been on and off the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I think yeah, Bam Adebayo's been play, playing really, really well. I like Bam Adebayo as a future yeah. sort of uh, guy. Like, sort of not talked about in the rookie class because everyone's putting up big numbers. But yeah, he's playing really, really well. And that's well, the thing. As a pe- big man. When he got picked, everyone was like, "Why would they pick a guy who's basically just a younger, less developed white side?" People yeah. were comparing him a lot to him, and it's like, well, now you're seeing why. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously, Spo has a plan. Um. So yeah, yeah, they've been playing really well, top four in the East. They got good players who can shoot the three, defend. Justice Winslow's a great defender, yeah. developing. They got a lot of guys who can play team ball. Super underrated. That team, that like, sort of similar. Like I, I, I guess I described them as the Jazz, but more like the Spurs. It's just like they, everyone knows their role on that team, and they play it to their full potential. And that's something that you need on a on a team like that that doesn't really have a bona fide superstar. You would have everyone just play their game and play 
to their strengths. And that's what they're doing with the Miami Heat. And there's a reason why they're top four ahead of teams like Milwaukee Bucks, the Wizards. Teams yeah. Like See, the Bucks. I don't know. They're kind of in a weird stage. Like, I saw them play the Warriors yesterday. It was weird. Like, they were up. They were in it until the end. And then they just, just stopped hitting shots. Strange. Yeah, like they haven't really improved. Like this is what they sort of were last season, just like teetering around that six, seventh, eight, uh, yeah. six, seven seed. And like even though Giannis is putting up massive numbers, you know, no, no, uh, anyone else is really doing that much. And their defense is not that good. And I think it's probably because Jason Kidd's not maybe the right coach for them. He's very yeah, he's received a coach. lot of criticism. Yeah, he has because I don't know. It's just like. You have a guy like Giannis, you've got to be able to do more with him. Exactly. You're basically LeBron James on your team. Settle down, but yeah. Putting LeBron James numbers on your team, I should say. Sorry, not LeBron James himself. But yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So he should be performing uh, much more to his potential. Like, imagine if Giannis was on the Miami Heat. Oh, my God. Oh, heat, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Heat would just be... Oh, God. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> but, yeah. Savage as hell. Dude, um... But yeah, I mean, speaking of team basketball, the Warriors, like, they just look insane. The Warriors, I don't, I don't the know Warriors what's going like, You know, the Warriors are back to just their best. Steph Curry, I was a bit of a hater, like, last year, even last year. But, like, that dude, oh, my God. He's just a freak. And there's nothing you can do to stop their offense. You've got too many moving parts. You can all do too much. You really have to lock in to defend them. Yeah, no, dude, that team, that team is just a stud team. And, like, Steph Curry is just destroying people, like, off just... To play three quarters, like scored 45. 45 points. Three quarters, a casual 45 points. Um, Clay Thompson, always, you know, three-point deadly. Draymond Green, you know, you know what you're going to get from Draymond Green. Even though he hasn't, putting, he hasn't been putting up that impressive numbers. And KD. You see that, that fan when Clay got fouled, she called him a bitch? Or <laughs> <laughs> was he called him a bitch? Yeah. And he, like, turned around and he was like, what? And then they <laughs> escorted him out for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Fan interactions and fun. But yeah, the Warriors pretty much look like front runners for the championship. I don't see the, the Cavs West. beating them. Yeah. Rockets, I don't think, have the defensive capabilities to keep. Like, Well, I was hot on hard, but after they choked away that Boston game, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Like, they, like, the Houston Rockets, well, game plan, I guess, against them is to play just to try and score more points than them, which is like, you're going to go into a shootout. And they've got three. Legit scores that can that that can that can score like thirty points a game easily. Like Clay, Steph, and Katie could all score thirty points. Yeah, well, game. Harden can score fifty. Gordon could score twenty. Like, maybe not. I don't think he can score fifty against yeah, Clay. Yeah, that's though. actually true. Clay, Clay could match up really well. He's got the size. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just don't like how much Harden complains. Yeah, because uh, so I mean, like you get like fifty, like ten to fifteen free throw shots a game. Yeah, and yet, like he's such a winger. Like every if he goes in for a drive and he doesn't score, get fouled, he does the same thing. He loses the ball. He throws his arms in the air. He throws his head up in the air, and sometimes the ball's on the floor. He could, if he had his head down, he could pick it up and put it in the basket. Yeah, yeah. He's too busy, you know, crying for help like a little wuss. And, and he's a beast, but he needs to stop that because it's a, it's annoying. Can you imagine being on his team, watching your teammate do that? You'd be like, dude. Pick up the goddamn ball. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's so, uh, so annoying in that respect. And like when he's complaining, what he's he, what he's not doing is getting back on defense. Yeah. And then they're playing four and five, <laughs> and then they of then obviously the team scores in transition usually. So yeah, I don't know that. I I feel like yeah, Golden State Warriors seem to be 
pretty much like number one in the Western Conference. So I think they're pretty solidified at that number one spot. Yeah, and I, I don't see the Cavs beating them. I mean, maybe the Cavs trade for Lou Williams. I don't know, because that man's on fire. Trade for Lou Williams. Well, arguably a potential six-man all-star. Yeah, dude, he's a beast. He's man scored 50 points against 50 the Warriors. Points. 27 and a quarter. Yeah, that guy's insane. He's like the most insane player I've ever seen. Like, I watched him when uh, they were versing like the Clippers or whatever. Oh, no, when it was he was on the Clippers versing the Lakers, like that one game where he just literally just destroyed the Lakers single-handedly. Like, he, he's just the, I don't know, he's like, he's, he's just unstoppable. It's weird. Like, oh. he's just an unstoppable player, but no appreciation for his game. Yeah, man, I was unloading on the Clippers last week, but he's making me look foolish. He's just carrying them to win. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he's been playing absolutely insane. But what, you think the Cavs should tra- uh, trade Well, appara- apparently they're looking at getting Rick Evans or Williams. Or, like, Rick Evans or, like, a guy who can come in... Wait, Tyreek pa- Evans. Tyreek Evans. Ty- Evans. What Someone who can pass, dribble, and shoot. Because so, they don't have any... They Like, they all they have is a bunch of specialists. They don't have any, like, jack-of-all-trades. Anyone who can... You know, the Warriors have a bunch of them who can run the offense, do all kinds of things, run different types of plays. Cavs don't have that. They just they need guys who can pass, dribble, and shoot. Obviously, Williams can't really pass that much, but he can dribble and shoot uh, from anywhere. So... They're looking at getting a guy like that. I guess yeah. They the Cavs do need some more offense because a lot of the offensive tools have been pretty uh pretty non-existent. Like J.R. Smith. Uh, oh, dude, he needs to lift it. I think maybe he's just gonna start wearing that Supreme arm sleeve again. Maybe that was maybe he's just gonna get that Supreme love in him. Man, obviously, like I'm salty about him because like they kind of let Delhi go to keep him, and like being Australian, like you know you have to not be okay with that. But dude, like. The guy, you can't... People criticizing Lonzo for playing as the Lakers point guard and, you know, playing 25 minutes, having no points, playing 30 minutes, having four points. JR routinely scores no points. He routinely... Like, if you look at it, he routinely has games where he scores, like, five or less points in 20-plus minutes as the shooting guard for the supposed sort of number two team in the in the league, in the world. Got yeah, to be exactly, yeah. JR Smith has been really downhill, but, like... I don't know, like, I never saw J.R. Smith as a guy that was, like, a instant sort of bona fide scorer. Even though he was sixth man uh, of the year, I think, back at the New York Knicks time. He's he's old. He's just an old guy, and he sort of dropped I off. I know, but he's on 15 mil a year, average, you know, getting 30 minutes a game. Look, nine points, no points, two points, 10, 10, 6, 6, 15, 2, 0. Come on, man. Jeez, oh my God, that's so terrible. That's terrible. And his shooting numbers, I mean, look at this. What is he averaging then? Uh, he's averaging... What could he be averaging? Eight points a game. Oh, my days. On 38% shooting, 35 from three. You're supposed to be a three-point... He's supposed to be the the, the Cavs' clay. Yeah, he yeah, ain't. yeah. But, but I think they're, they're trying to play him just like a lot of spot shots, like spot up for three or something. I don't think that's his game. I think his game's like... Contested. Uh, his, his game's like, you don't want to say it, but like sort of like Kobe where it's just like, give me the ball. And I, like that's what like, yeah. Lou Williams does. Like Lou Williams, yeah, that. Lou Williams is a beast. But Jay, I think J.R. Smith could do that if you put him in the all. Like think about it, if you just get it's, they get Lou Williams, but LeBron's yeah, on the court. Yeah. But LeBron's just gonna hold the ball and be like, "Yo, that's Lou true. Williams, get into the corner, wait till I drive, I'll kick it out to you. Make sure you hit the three. And it's like, well, I've been standing for t- like two minutes waiting to get the ball, and then you'd expect me to make a shot right now when I've just done nothing. Why are you paying a player that money if you're gonna if who does with that skill set if you're not gonna use him? Like, why are you paying, playing a guy who could dribble and shoot if you literally just want him to stand and shoot? Pay, there are a lot of guys this league who can stand there and shoot corner threes. 
Yeah. And that's do play better defense. Exactly. And like that's, that's the thing like that was reported on Cleveland.com that they were talking about is that they think that LeBron is seeking just the assists and looking to get the stats like increased because currently he's about nine assists, which is his uh, overall career high. The people, that MVP. Exactly. He's trying to hunt that MVP. That Yeah, exactly. People think like he, they know that, especially like as we talked about, the Warriors seem just you know, out of this world in regards to their, you know, their play. And it seems pretty, pretty certain to most sides that they're going to win the championship. Like maybe if LeBron goes like, you know, what, I'm not going to win the championship. I might be leaving. I might, might as well win, win an MVP. Might as well win an MVP while I'm here. You know what I mean? Leave not empty-handed like he has well, the last he, couple of years. They have to have a good record for it. For him to win MVP, they have to come second in the East. They, he can't win MVP if they're no, behind I think to, I think the Raptors. Third. I think he had to be first. I don't know. I think he had to be first in the in the East, especially in especially in the East. I don't think he has to be above Boston. Everyone knows Boston's a great regular season team. I guess. But yeah, the point is his record. He can't be the seventh or eighth team in the league record wise and with the MVP exactly yeah he's got to be a top two or like solid. Russ did it last year and I disagreed with it Russ, Russ yeah Russ's one was just it was so historically significant yeah. he was the first one but like literally any other person that does it next is not going to get it like like LeBron James could average like 10 10 and 10 next year that's still technically a triple double average but yeah no, no one will care no one will care he's looking at average 25 10 and 10 exactly like Draymond Green's like 10 Seven and seven, and I think Lonzo Ball's like ten, seven and seven. Like, yeah, no one Simmons really cares. Is like sixteen, like sixteen. Eight, yeah, eight. exactly. So it doesn't really matter anymore, considering that uh, Westbrook broke the sort of mold. But yeah, dude, the Cavs are really in some iffy situation, man. Especially losing what three out of the last. Uh, they've only won three out of the last ten games, and what they lost twenty five points plus Shellackings. twenty five point plus to the Timberwolves and the Raptors. Who, you know, I don't want to take anything away from those two teams, but they're not. You know, they're not like the greatest teams in the world, especially comparative to the. the you Cleveland. gotta beat them. They're not. If you, yeah, they're not gonna trouble you in the finals. They're gonna get troubled by teams that you hope to trouble. <laughs> and so. considering that the Raptors didn't even have Serge Ibaka or Kyle Lowry, so it's like they didn't have two of their guess best players. Like Drake was sitting courtside, probably couldn't list half the players. Yeah. Well, apparently, apparently the Cavs went to uh to Toronto quite early, so people think that. They partied pretty hard with our good old six god, good old six god. But yeah, I mean, one thing floating around is that the Lakers with that coaching fiasco going on is they're gonna look to hire Fizdale. Oh, mate, Davy Fizz, Davy Fizz. I mean, I don't know if I don't. I doubt LeBron will go to LA. Um, he has to win the East to leave the conference. Yeah, I feel like he. It'll look like he got run out by Kyrie. And he's got such a big ego. He 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 knows what's up. He won't let that happen. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I think alone he'll beat the Celtics. He'll be like, okay, this is my ego on the line. I've got to win to have my options. I'm not going to let Kyrie control my destiny. Because yeah, play out of his at, at this point, win. it's all legacy. It's all trying to chase basically the ghost of Michael Jordan, like he said. Yeah. It's all legacy now. Everything's just a cherry on top of his, you know, amazing career thus far. Yeah, and so it's like. What do you think of that? LA getting Fizdale? Um, I could see that being like a tactical ploy because he was the assistant coach on the Miami Heat really when they when they won the championship, and he stood up for him. Stood up, uh, sorry, LeBron James stood up for him when he got fired, like on Twitter, saying like, "Oh, you know what's wrong with the Grizzly sort of uh, organization?" My man was a four man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But to me, I feel like you've invested so much into Luke Walton. 
and he's a young coach, really young coach. Like he's younger than some players. Like that's how young he is. He's only yeah, thirty-seven. Like exactly. Like when he when he was coaching against uh when Sacramento, there's a player older than yeah. older than him on the court in Vince Carter. So that's the funny thing. But I think I think everything like the whole Wupla and whole sort of controversy around him and you know Lonzo and the team and stuff like. I don't think it's coaching why maybe there's chemistry issues. There's only ke- there's chemistry issues because they got players in contract years. There, there's play like let's be honest. Clarkson wants to get the whole paid. team might not even be there. Like the the only there's only what three plays maybe that are guaranteed, which is Lonzo of course, uh, Brandon Ingram of course, and Kuzma. Everyone else is like you. Yeah, they dude. Could leave. Even Larry Nance Jr., who's supposedly untouchable, is now on Trabler. Exactly. So maybe that's why there's problems because. You know, if you're Jordan Clarkson, you know, like, okay, you know, I want to be, you know, I want to be part of a, you know, I want to be a good teammate and play in a good system and, and stuff. He's a but, but I need to put up my numbers yeah, because shoots, when it goes man. to contract season, they're going to be like, oh, well, this year you've only averaged 10 points. And it's like, oh, no, no, but look, I've, I've been a career 15 point to 16 point uh, per game player. It's like, no, well, then what happened this year? And we know that agents and GMs and all that stuff are savages on the NBA. Like, they're going to oh, try. Yeah. They're going to try and find anywhere to lower your price. I mean, yeah. like, And to Luke Horton's credit regarding all that stuff, he wasn't one whining about anything. It was Rick Carlisle, Stan Van Gundy making statements that they really can't back up because at the end of the day, your ESPN... Is, suck. Well, yeah, and ESPN and TNT, I don't like it how they threaten not to talk to ESPN. It's like, um, first of all, don't talk on Luke Walton's behalf. If he wants to complain about LeVar Ball, he can complain. You put him and Lonzo in a really difficult position by coming out and saying that. When Luke Walton, by all accounts, he's you know he's a savage. He doesn't care. Mate, Luke Walton is a big boy, bro. He's a, he's a grown man. He, he was Kobe. Himself. He was Kobe's whipping boy when he played. He knows how to deal with <laughs> yeah. this stuff. Like he knows what's up. And so also like these Kobe's coaches threatening, boy. threatening, <laughs> threatening uh, not to talk to ESPN and TNT, bro. You guys get paid. I think they have a billion dollar deal that gives the coach that gives ESPN access to the coaches. So it's oh, like yeah, yeah, the part of the deal is getting access to the coaches. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's like 1.6 billion, which is like I guess I don't know what the percentage is, but I think it's like maybe 20 ish percent, maybe. And yeah. then if you break it down, that's like about like a million dollars of uh, they they compared it to Stan Van Gotti. That's like a million dollars of Stan Van Gotti's contract. So they're like, oh, okay, no one to talk to us. Give us a million dollars back, yeah, you like, scum. It's an entertainment business. We're generating money, which goes to you guys exactly. through your contracts. We generate money through headlines like LeVar Ball. And also when they say that, it's like, also when you appear on ESPN, it's just it's because a lot of coaches don't have a profile. Look at the ones who get fired. Instantly, they get on TNT, ESPN, because they need the media coverage. Yeah, Fisdale or Watson. Oh, Watson. If you're a coach, especially in a smaller market, that's your best way to get your brand out there. So it's a two-way street. And if you're Rick Carlisle and Sam Van Gundy, yeah, you don't need it. But when you're putting pressure on other coaches to not talk to ESPN, it's like, that's a bit unfair. That's like, it's just it's just not fair. It's like asking a player, hey, man, um, who's making their way, hey, uh, stop doing so much promotion, like focus on the team. What's well, easy to you, for you to say if you're LeBron James, you can click your fingers and get a Hollywood movie. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're completely, completely right, like. Yeah, they have no grounds to really talk about. Like, it's understandable. I can see their point. It's like, it's not really relevant to the game. But if like, if you don't want to talk to the coach, then like, nothing should. No one should get any shoe deals. No one should do any commercials. Yeah, dude. Just play flipping basketball. There. Just we'll just go to. We'll just watch you Money play basketball. Money doesn't mean anything, nothing. bro. Come on. We'll do nothing. We'll have no appearances. Nothing. Nothing will happen. We won't have an all star game. You know what? We don't need to see people do weird skills and do. 
three-point contest. We'll just play basketball and see how amazing they the just basketball have game no creators. is. We'll see. You know how amazing the basketball was back in the 1970s? No, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. because everyone... Where, you, where the players had to have a part-time job at the supermarket to pay their yeah, bills. Yeah, and they were, like, all sniffing coke because no one cared. Like, that's what I mean. Like, come on. There's a reason why David Stern, you know... The, the you know the godfather basically of the NBA created such created such a media entity is that it pays the bills. There's a reason why contracts went from like from like five million a season to twenty five million a season. And it helps grow the sport. It's why young players go NFL unguaranteed contracts. Levy and Bell having to threaten to retire to get <laughs> paid in his prime, or NBA guaranteed ludicrous numbers. It helps the sport, and also. LeVar Ball is in the goddamn other continent. He didn't lift the weight in. He didn't lift the weight in. Dude, you guys, this, these are the same coaches now. You know I don't like Trump, but I'm going to use this as an example. These are the same coaches that criticize Trump for having Twitter fingers over something small that happens in another continent. You're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. What do you think? Like, the most insane part as well is, like, LeVar Ball, even though he's dominated social media, really isn't on social media. He's not, like, tweeting a lot. He's not Facebooking a lot, uh, I guess, besides his TV show. He's not, like, doing... Everything he is... He's technically, I'm a Facebook entrepreneur! No, everything he's doing is technically traditionalized. Like, he's getting interviewed and stuff, and it's the platforms that are yeah. doing it on social media. Like, oh, oh you know, breaking news, so-and-so said... Uh, Ball said, Luke Walton's a bad coach. And, like, let's be honest... Valid points by LeVar Ball. And Very valid also, points. Also, hey man, it's not his fault that you, your teams aren't good enough to make enough headlines. It's not his fault that you're not entertaining enough. Yeah, that like, there's people like him who are more entertaining. Yeah, what a surprise that the two coaches that came out come from like two of the most boring teams. Boring team. Like, yeah, cool bro. No one cares about it. Like, oh, oh no, you're not going to be able to um, cover more Detroit Pistons games. Oh no, what a shame. Oh, what a shame, What man. a shame, man. What I don't want to see Andrew Drummond try and shush the crowd when you're losing my 30 points. Yeah, Good like, you, not hating on those teams, but, like, those co- those coaches are making such a dumb statement when they say that. Yeah. I, like, have a cry, bro. Go home to your $20 million mansion that you that was paid for by ESPN money. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, and it's pretty, uh, it's pretty idiotic from that point. But, like, I, back, back to back to the original question about yeah. if Fizdale... Wait, were you talking about Walton, though? What do you think of Walton? As a I, like I said, Walton should stay. I would write out Walton for another... One to two years and have his have Ingram and Lonzo Ball sort of start developing a lot more Kuzma as well because there's not Lonzo's playing really well recently and yeah Ingram uh, sorry Walton's using him well well I guess besides uh, today we're recording it when they just beat the the Dallas Mavericks besides today where he shot one from seven before this game he he was uh, in his last seventeen games so basically the la- the second half of uh, the season of you know from this point, yeah. he's been shooting like thirty eight percent from three, which is above average, and that's including one game when he shot one for seven. Dude, against uh, I forgot who they were. I think it was uh Sacramento. He was out for six uh six games. Sorry, he was out. They were six in a row. Comes back three and one, three triple doubles in a row. Yeah. Like no, we're now at four and one because they they beat uh the Mavericks today. Yeah, so I, I don't I, I don't necessarily agree with what Lavar's saying, yes. but like I don't disagree with. He's right to say it. Like, he just made an observation. Like, it's, you know, like, if you're letting a basketball dad, you know, you're like, oh, no, like, like, the NBA is just like, I feel like they feel so, pri- they're like, so, they're like, so the pri- privileged. they're the privileged kid. Like, look at what the NFL is dealing with. Yeah. And then compare, like, oh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, 
CT. Oh wait, we just have a dad that's too loud yeah. for the NBA. Oh my god! Oh, so what? an NFL coach is like, yeah, I just had to see my player in hospital. He's got brain damage. It's oh, one of my tough. players nearly got his leg amputated. Oh, you know it sucked. Oh yeah, I had my star player's dad in another country say that he thinks that I'm not a good coach. Oh, sucks to be you, man. <laughs> He's like, like, it sucks to be a a multi-millionaire individual in this world. Like, come on, yeah, like have some has have some perspective, but. Yeah, I guess just from a coaching standpoint, I really trust the way Luke Walton coaches. It's very conducive to the team environment. And even though some people criticize that maybe it's not for Lonzo because they want Lonzo to have the ball a lot more because they do facilitate a lot of the offense through Brandon Ingram as well. Yeah. I guess Which, like for, I guess for me, I think that it's, uh, it's a good thing that Luke Walton is a coach, cause you, especially because he's a young guy. I feel like yes, young guys relate to young they're guys. They're a real hip team. And like... He's he's grown with them, especially for what, for the past two years now. Yeah, years? that's true. So he's grown with them a lot. Um, you just gotta let it, let it play out. Don't don't come quick to judge. Uh, you know, quick. Don't be quick to judge. And don't forget, they've got a lot of players who you wouldn't expect to get much game time or give it much production. And he's making the most out of them. You wouldn't expect Josh Hart to be getting twenty Josh point Hart's games. Josh Hart's playing really well. He's using him. He's using all the players. He knows play. He's dealing with the distractions pretty exactly. well. Exactly. Like, ev- and everyone's improved thus far. Everyone's improved. Like, Brandon Ingram, man, he's improved leaps and bounds since last year. So, you just got to let those people improve. But I could see a situation where if LeBron James comes, is LeBron James going to oh, respect man, Luke Walton? No. He's, he's literally, what, two years, three years older than, uh, three years younger than uh, Luke Walton. He's not going to be respecting no Luke Walton on the no. court or on the bench. We saw when LeBron James was arguing with um one of the assistant coaches, he was just going at yeah. him, and it's like Kyrie Irving liked the footage of it. Oh my god, yeah, and like <laughs> it was sus as well because it's like it was like two a.m. where in London when he liked it. So <laughs> clearly, so, like t- he, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown knocking on his door. Hey, bro, check this out. I reckon like he he was stalking, he was stalking like Instagram models, and they just like whoa, 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 LeBron oh, James. Oh. I got a LeBron James notification. Doing a shame like, war, just like just searching out all the all the hottest Instagram models in London. Exactly. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Carry on that on that uh, little DM grind. But yeah, I like I said, that's probably the only situation I could see them not keeping Luke Walton, but yeah, I think they really invest into Luke Walton and if if they, if they continue to see results, I guess probably the biggest year is going to be next year if they're going to get a PG-13 or, you know, a, a, a marquee free agent. Before, yeah. Exactly. But I mean, like, in results-wise, if if Luke Walton and he stays... doesn't bring it. Exactly. If they, if they, yeah, if he doesn't bring it. Which is which is what you want. You want everything to be results-based, especially with coaches. Like, yeah. That's why, you know, the whole Fisdale situation was... Eh. I mean, talking about NFL having problems, you know they just lost a, uh, some litigation against Barstool Sports. Well, well really? So they the, great, the great multi-billion dollar company <laughs> so, that is Barstool yeah. Sports. So basically, Barstool Sports trademarked a year ago the Saturdays and for the boys, and then the and they were selling shirts like that, and um, and then the NFL, you know, have been such dicks to Barstool Sports. They they ban it from their media events. Doesn't stop them getting in. They sneak in. <laughs> um, you ain't never stopping Big Cat but <laughs> Big Cat what a legend basically yeah they came, the NFL came out with these shirts that say like Sundays are for the I don't know like I think it was the Giants that have some funny New York line or if it was like um, like uh, the Rams would have some LA line oh so it was like a, it was like this like uh, I guess a shirt line yeah they shot they stole the whole like de- Sunday are for the Sort of thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They sent out a cease and desist, and the NFL had to 
uh, as David Portnoy said, bent the knee. <laughs> it was all over Fox News. Take a knee. Yeah. It was the last 10 seconds of the game. They took a knee. Like, they you know gave what? up. They yielded. How funny is that, though? Jeez. Barcelona Sports taking on the NFL. That's insane. And winning. That is, jeez. That is pretty insane. It's embarrassing for Goodell. That's what it is. Oh, man. Dude, Goodell gets embarrassed on a daily. And, like, he's, he's, he's probably laughing at all of us with his fat-ass fat ass $40 check. million dollar contract. Yeah, man. What the hell? Jesus. Big-ass Yeah, we, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw, a, I saw a, like, a, I was reading an article, and it was like, yeah. what's bigger? What's more outsized? His pay or his forehead? <laughs> man. But um, did you see... Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about this. Did you see Donald Trump's alleged like thing? Oh, D Trump, man. D Trump's back in the news. I shouting out him. Australia with the Australian vocabulary. Oh, dude. Yeah, he he must have loved Australia. Like, I've never heard, like. I've never heard an American say shithole. Exactly. Part of the language, but it's it's for the content. Yeah, no one says shithole in America. Like, I, I had American relatives literally uh, come by recently. Like, they just left on the 10th of January going back to America. And, like, that's. They, they uh, have, you know what? They, that was really necessary information. Man, sorry, but I'm just trying to... What, they can't know that I had family over? Well, no one really cares. Oh, okay, mate, come on. You know they care. Into the mic, Jordan, into the mic. In- <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> ah. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but like I was saying, they, they definitely don't know any proper Australian vocab. So for Donald Trump to say shithole, respect to the man. To be fair, like, I mean, I, I don't know why you like him so much, but... No, I, obviously, I, like, I like him because he's just... Such a rule breaker! Like he oh, just, dude, he is. Like he's everything that's he's he's every he represents everything that's wrong with politics, even though politics <laughs> itself is so wrong as just like what it is. I think um, apparently, so the whole story, if you haven't heard, um, is basically he was at a meeting and apparently just uh, casually, just nonchalantly turns to a couple of journalists and goes, "Hey, man, like." Why do we let so many people from shit old countries into the into the country? If you're the president, you've got to have more awareness than that. You've got to be like, dude, there are snitches everywhere. There are journalists everywhere. They're going to say everything that I say back to the media. Why would you say that? Oh, my God. That's like, uh, have you seen like the Jimmy Carr special? It's like so true in that one bit. I don't want to like, rip, like steal his bit, but he said like, all, yeah, all men yeah. have joke Tourette's. like, oh, 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 oh. And like that's literally Donald Trump walking by, just like Dude, you know what? Oh I have this really God. funny line. And I, I have to say, he it. hasn't denied it either. Oh my God! <laughs> I feel so guilty for laughing about it. Oh, but like, what a legend! And then apparently he started saying that they need more Scandinavian people. I was like, hold on, dude. Why? Like, America's cool, but Scandinavia, like with friggin' six foot three blonde models everywhere with legs longer than like lamp poles. I wouldn't mind seeing friggin- some more Swedish ladies. Freaking like all that healthcare and stuff. Do you think anyone's leaving there to go to a country hosted by game show hosts? No one's <laughs> leaving there. Period. I don't know why you'd ever migrate out of that out yeah. of that area. And like, did you see that tweet that he said to like Kim Jong Un? It legit. <laughs> it legit sounded like some like it sounded like it, it looked meant like a dick measuring. Content. It looked like a meme. It looked like a meme. Like someone just like photoshopped. It, it looked like a meme. Again? It was basically like saying the like, oh, thing. I know. Uh, like this is I'm paraphrasing, of course, but basically he's saying like, oh yeah. That uh, that guy Kim Jong Un says that he has a, a nuclear button in arm's reach on his desk. Well, I too have a nuclear button <laughs> on my desk, and not only that, it's bigger than your button. <laughs> it's like what the heck? We're talking. Somehow they make nuclear warfare just look like a dick measuring contest. And I love how he's such a kid. Like apparently, like I'd love to see him in a negotiation. Like apparently, when he was uh, like before he was president, he'd go out to the guy in the pre- in the um, 
negotiation to be like, oh, the, your, your shoes look really... You, have you shined your shoes recently? Oh, your breath stinks. Oh, these glasses really don't fit your, your face. And, like, you just throw them off. He's just such a child. Like, Bro, we mentioned this before. He has a diet of a child. <laughs> like, everything about oh him is God. a child. I will say one thing, though. Apparently, he allegedly paid 130 grand to, like, a, a porn star to, like, keep quiet. Maybe he cheated on her with her. I don't know. He had some deal with her um, to keep her quiet during the election. And it's like... To be fair, like, you know, if he cheated, that's bad. But at his age, he can still get erections. And if he can <laughs> if he can get it up, like, if he can still, like, hang with those girls, he deserves a little bit of a performance medal, at least a merit <laughs> award. Like, that's some stamina there. That's, man, that's what, that's every guy's Tristan desire. Tristan Thompson could learn from him. Like, that durability. Wait, what? What's up with Tristan Thompson? Well, he's always injured, man. But oh, well, I, the think, Trump... I, thought, I, thought, I thought you were talking, like, sexually. Oh, no, but like... the, the Don... Like 70-odd with a porn star? How do you, That's impressive. Respect, 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 man, respect is deserved. But yeah, dude, Donald Trump is such an amazing character. How like, is he still going, man? He's he still bro- he pumping bro- them out. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally pumping them out. Pumping them out, dude. Oh, God, yeah. And 130 grand is a pretty good deal, though, like... Because that would have been a real scandal. Not that it would have made a difference. He still would have won the election. If anything, he would have got more votes. Everyone's like, mate, this guy's a, this guy's a ma- the voice of the men. Yeah. He's the voice of the man. But uh, I guess talking about, like, elections and all that stuff, like, there's been a lot, a lot of traction for Oprah Winfrey oh, 2020. Really talk about this? I guess we should just, you know, address By the way, it. Philly just beat Atlanta, so oh, uh, roll what, on. Did they want a gold medal for beating the worst team in the NBA? Philly, the freaking in the NFL... Oh wait, you mean oh yeah? So I was, I was, sorry, but yeah. So we what, what was like twenty-seven? What was the score? Fifteen, ten. So, jeez. Oh, yeah, then we got the Patriots. Or oh, the Patriots going to beat Tennessee starting soon. So yeah. <laughs> okay, the game hasn't started, but they've already beaten them. Yeah, Marcus Mariota was eight when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. So Jesus, how old is he now? Like that would be like twenty. I know Tom Brady's old though. Isn't he coming up to forty? Yeah, I think he's turning 40, yeah. That's insane. And, like, I think we discussed this before, like, the whole Patriots situation is really iffy. Um, Why do you say that as if you're not sure? We definitely have. I'm not sure. Sometimes I forget what we talk about in this podcast. Like, we, yeah. Well, it says something, doesn't it? Uh, get on to uh, your... <laughs> what are you saying about Oprah? No, I just said, like, what do you think about the whole sort of campaign about the 2020 uh, thing, you know, ever since the Golden Globes and that speech? I just just thought it was like apparently NBC deleted a tweet after they said great speech by our next president. Yeah. To me, that is so not good because NBC has so much power control in the media. If they're like already so on board with someone like that, it's just like that's one of the problems with Trump when he says those stupid things, but you justify it when he says they're biased, fake news, and then you go out and you basically say, yeah, we're going to support this candidate. We're going to get her elected in a tweet like that. Like... Uh, it proves him right. It's like a conspiracy theorist. Every one in 10 conspiracies is true. It's why, like, it give, maybe more. It's like, it's why you're fueling the fire. Like, it was, that's, that to me was so disappointing. I don't care what she said. I don't care who it is. You can't come out before they've even said they're going to run and basically declare that you're going to try and get them elected. Yeah, that's, that's fake, it's, man. It's like, it's like textbook form of influence. And, like, if I was with you and we're at a restaurant, I'm like, oh, dude, you're hungry for chicken. Like, your, your mind's already going to be like... You know I'm always hungry for chicken. Yeah, we've already... Dude, that, that chicken. That, that, that chicken That, that chicken, I'll, I'll, though, on my birthday. I'm going to King's Cross and just get that, that chicken. That chicken on my birthday. I feel like we should just give them a shout-out. Shout-out to Thirsty Bird. Could that, well, hold on. I, don't, I want some free chicken if we're going to say yeah, that. I reckon, yeah, shoot us over, man. Shoot us an email. But, yeah, like like you, like you I was saying, 
But if I said like, oh yeah, you know, oh you want to buy these, like you know what I mean? Like I'm already yeah, putting man. it in your mind, and it's gonna stay in your mind to 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 the point when it's like when That's actually when it times to happen, you'd be like, oh you know, what? I do feel like chicken or something. And you know I, what I, mean? I still understand. Like you have a president who has no pr- political experience, and it's not going great. What do you think doing? What do you think is gonna happen if you put another president and you got two presidents without or two um, candidates from the re-election or election who neither of them have any experience? And they're both from polar opposites. Like Donald Trump's oh, really Donald, even Donald Trump's more division really, than now. Yeah, Donald Trump's really really brash, upfront, super super. I guess um, in your funny. face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's funny. An idiot, but he's funny. Yeah, and then Oprah's super on the other side where she's like very calm, very. Uh, Peace driven, you know what I mean, and like yeah, you, well, can't I have, mean, you can't have these two polar opposites going. You need someone in the middle yeah. that's gonna be a savage when they need to be a savage, yeah. but understandably can turn it turn it down a bit and be sort of more like, uh, like what do you what do you, what do you think is gonna happen if uh, Putin's like, hey, President of the US, um, I want something done now, and what do you think, you think Oprah's gonna be the gonna be like? How do you think her approach is gonna go? Acting as as if she's all better than him. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. See you later. Bing. My button works too. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. like she might be good. I just think it's stupid that we're parading around people who haven't got experience before they've even run. You've basically that bias is insane. I cannot believe that. It's like the referees going uh, after after a Cavs Warriors game, and after they've just given say the Cavs a really good call. Oh, great! Oh, just before the series, and LeBron's freaking like warming up. Great shots from our from our next a- NBA Finals MVP. Hey, what? That yeah, would be yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, I guess like you could, you could even remember like like the, that presidency. Like, yeah, people know about like politics and stuff, but doesn't mean that they should just become president all of a sudden. Like, I play a like I might know the rules about basketball. Doesn't mean I should just become a referee because it's a whole yeah. different thing. Like, I don't have any experience as a referee. Like, if you chuck me in the NBA, put me, put on a black and white shirt. But I'm gonna get oh not black and white. I don't know what fucking color shirt they wear. But I'll be like, what's going on? And also like. I think I don't really know much about her. I know she's overcome a lot in her life, apparently. Yeah. But like, still, for the last few years, I mean, it's a huge difference between speaking out against like whatever they're speaking out against at the Golden Globes. I think it was like sexual harassment, which I find hilarious Hollywood talking about. But you know, yeah, just no. stupid. Like you know, you guys were the problem for years. Like, there's a picture of her like snogging up to Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, like, so that's disappointing. But, I mean, it's good that they're finally taking action against that stuff. Of course, of um, course. I don't know why it took him so long to re- figure out that it was an issue. But, like... There, it's, mate, there's, it, a reason why, there's a reason why casting couch is a casting couch. Like, everyone <laughs> knows, it's been around for ages. Dude, it's like... But it's like, it's a lot... It's very easy to talk in front of um, a bunch of people who are all supporting you. Totally different if you have to go out in a debate and there's Trump supporters in the crowd. How do you perform then? Yeah, how does she perform under like ho- like hostile situations? And especially because Trump, believe it or not, is going to have some political experience if they come in up in a debate. Like, <laughs> if, if, you thought, if, if you thought experienceless Trump was a savage, look out for experienced Trump. Bro, oh, I hope he runs again. He will just be clinging at the call. But oh, well, this is actually what happened. And it, and we'll be like, why are you saying what actually happened in the White House? Like, he will just clean out the closet. I mean, like, I I mean, would I prefer Oprah as, as president to Donald Trump? Yeah, I would. I'd prefer, I'd prefer not to go to, like, I'd, I don't know. Like, I, I think I'd rather have more savagery than... And I'm not being against I, I, Oprah, and I'm not speaking against like, Hollywood I, or anything. I'm I just saying, like... I'm not, I'm not, I don't think she's a pushover, but I feel like if she became... No, nah, she's a, a tough president, person, I reckon. But, like, in a political situation when you're up against, like you said, Putin... That's the thing, Trump has run businesses. 
well, badly, well, but he's well, run te- well, technically, Oprah's run multi-billion dollar businesses. She's That's a multi-billionaire. Like, she's yeah, richer than Donald Trump. Yeah, but it's earning your money as a TV host than it is building buildings. Yeah, but I mean, like, she built, like, her own media networks and stuff, like, you know what I mean? She's, like, she's... Yeah, yeah, she sort true, of She sort true. of, like, went on that like, Richard Branson phase and just, like, made sure that everything she's that a she... Beast. Everything that she did, she owned. Like, yeah, one of those that's things, good. Which, yeah, which is what you always want. The MJ route. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I just, I think it, I just hated the bias, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. NBC, man, stuff up your game. I don't know. I mean... It'd be like Harvey Weinstein's a big uh, d- Democratic donor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you said, that whole Hollywood situation and like, so, I don't understand why people are so creepy. Yeah, I don't know why they're. All, but I feel like uh, I really feel bad for people potentially that haven't like um, actually done stuff. Like you know how yes. James Franco has been sort of chucked under the bus, and like I don't know if it's true or not. Like this is just speculation, but like he said, like the person that tweeted right after he won his award deleted the tweet. So it's like, well, like that happens in everything though. There's always gonna be some people who are like true. Some people are lying. You know what I mean? Like there's Still people, that, people, people, like people's careers are on the line when things like that happen. Like I remember you were telling me a story yesterday of like some guy. Oh, Danny Madison. Exactly. Yeah. So he's Ashton Kutcher's best friend, and mm-hmm. apparently, like on, he was on that '70s show, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, Ashton Kutcher's like invested his life now in building software to stop sex crimes. Yeah, so yeah he's, he's really, Ashton he's really Kutcher's into best it. friend, and apparently, like, uh some Scientologists like accused him of like sexual assault like years ago the police like said found there's no merit to it and now they're coming out and he's lost his Netflix Netflix job over it wow that's just weird like I don't know yeah that's 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 unfair but also sexual assault is probably something especially when it happens all those years ago especially back then it wouldn't have been something easy to investigate of course yeah yeah. it's it's a you know I think god like it's um really coming up and becoming a lot more prominent. It's better than it becoming an issue that people are speaking out about it. It's just that is a bit unfair when those yeah, guys yeah, get yeah, chucked under. Yeah, you don't want to see people like to manipulate other people's sort of, you know, despair, you know what I mean? You don't want people like to... Yeah. That's what to... happens when you give humans that much power. Yeah. Like, like you know, Harvey Weinstein, like, big, horrible-looking dudes aren't, like, you give them power like that, what do you think is going to happen? Like, what do you think happened to kings back in the, like, the olden days? They just freaking ran through. Have you seen? You've seen Game of Thrones. You've yeah, seen Robert Baratheon. Yeah. He just runs through chicks. Exactly. That's all they do. And like, you give a dude power like that. And this is not even just in media. This is just in any workplace ever. When yeah. you're the when you're the top dog, when you're the king, and you have all you know, lack for better terms, all your peasants stand below you. You pretty much have free reign to do what you want, and like, no one's really gonna talk up because they're scared to, you know, lose well, their job. Crazy. Yeah. But I guess I don't know. We should probably get back to some NBA yeah, talk. Yeah, this is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we should, uh, you know, do our day. Should do our weekly uh, Jill Okafor Marco oh, Fox yes. update. Get back into happy uh, note. I guess we should probably uh start off with the positive. Jill Okafor got some minutes against got Atlanta. Some... Twelve? No, only twelve. Only twelve. But he scored seventeen. Seventeen points, points lads. Seventeen points. Dude. We've been on Jill Okafor. This man can play. Man, I was play. reading an article and this guy was like, oh, the Nets are already worse off with Okafor on the floor. I was like, yeah, because he's on the floor for like three minutes at a time. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> That's the worst stat Put, I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, because he's a scorer who's not getting the ball. Put the ball in his hands. 17 points in 12 minutes? Yeah. That's yeah, good, yeah. man. 17 points, 12 minutes. I, I, I Like I said, 
Uh, it, that's very, very impressive. Uh, we do really mean they really believe in this guy, even though it was against the Atlanta Hawks. You know, show some respect to Okafor's name. Man scored 17 points in 12 minutes. 17 in 12. Think, about, think about what he could do in 48 minutes. Yeah, man. He's 48, he, per 48 minutes must be insane. It's like Michael Beasley, just like give him the ball and give him a chance. Exactly. I guess, uh, well, you know, to go into a negative note, Marco Fultz update. Lol, I said this last week. He's, yeah, I mean, now everyone's seen that he the walked vi- up in the London. The footage, yeah. Man. That Dude, jump shot, it's so they, broken. Honestly, he just needs to look at a... Because f- he was a good shooter from everyone in college. He needs to look at video of what he did, do that, and if his shoulder hurts too much that he can't do that, put on a Johnny Manziel Vegas, uh, you know, like outfit, a disguise, go to a public hospital, sign up as Marshall... Uh, Fallon or something <laughs> Marshall Fallon Marshall Fallon Sign it off with your moustache And a fake ID Go and get an x-ray And a doctor's report And ask them about your injury And tell them what exactly You can and can't do And get a private opinion Because whatever Philadelphia Are supposedly doing what, Whatever what, your agent's doing It's not working Exactly Like And it's like the polar opposite Of his previous jump shot Like his old jump shot Was up high Sort of above the head So he had clear view Of the basket Shot over defenders because he has decent height at four point guard, six three six four is decent height. He can shoot over defenders, but now he's like shooting like on it, like around his like it's like it's like the it's like a shot that you try. It's like he's trying to learn how to play basketball again. Like, it's a really low release. Like he's shooting yeah, like, like pushing from it. from like the chest, like a rat. He looks like a, he looks like a T Rex when he shoots. Yeah, and also like with it, you, when you watch the footage, you, not even just his shot, his demeanor walking around the court. He, just he looks, shoots. He looks upset. He shakes his shoulder every time. He looks like a guy who's like his confidence like, is so man, destroyed. He looks like a swimmer getting out of a pool. He's just yeah, like it, constantly it, shaking himself off. Like, God, yeah, that jump shot's disgusting. He man. looks like a Georgia football fan. Twenty-eight, three, twenty to seven. Now, oh, yeah, yeah, now Falcons like, yeah, are out. Yeah, man. we didn't talk about that yet, did we? Oh, who cares, man? <laughs> Old news. We missed yeah. it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why. Like, honestly, like, <laughs> I don't understand why he's taking such an L. I don't know, man. Hopefully next week we have more positive news to talk about Marco Fox. I want to because Philadelphia need him. He is training. Like, he's, he's in the layup lines and stuff like that. So Bro, if, if, I, if I'm Ben Simmons, I'm coming up to him and I'm going, if I'm Ben Simmons and Embiid, I'm going, look, man, I, I can do everything but shoot. We don't need another guy who can do everything but shoot. Learn to shoot, bro. Like, this is shoot. my team. Learn to shoot, man. Just, dude, I would just, I would buy a house. I would buy a house with a basketball hoop. <laughs> with a basketball hoop, and he only had one roommate. JJ Reddick will be your roommate. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I think JJ Reddick's mad. You know, what, JJ, I'll pay you more money just to be living next to, uh, living in the same house as Marco Fultz. So you can teach yeah, him why how to he shoot. Just teach him how to shoot. I don't know. You have one of the best three-point shooters, like. Ever, arguably, yeah, he's, like, a he's a really, really good three-point shooter. Like, you know, even Covington, like Covington, can get, like everyone, beast. everyone can give you pointers, but somehow, like the coach yourself, or it could be him. I don't know what, like, really, what the story is because it's so like messed up. But yeah, I don't honestly, know. Brett Brown should just walk up to him and be like, "Bro, what are you doing? What is this? What is this? What is this shit? Get a get in a room without his agent, without any of his management team, and just be like, "Bro, this isn't working." Exactly, we drafted yeah. you because you could shoot from everywhere. You could spread the floor. You could be a dynamite anytime bucket around Simmons and Embiid. What is this? Yeah. What is this? Number one pick was the number one pick What is this? We gave away what's looking like going to be, a, especially if Lonzo misses any more games this season, a very high pick for the Lakers to yeah. get you. We passed up the most beautiful NBA player in the league right now. 
And congratulations to Tater, <laughs> by the way. He's now a dad, apparently. Wait, what? Dad, he's got a kid. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, apparently, he's, he's got a kid. He has a girlfriend or he's married? Like I don't know, but he's got a kid. Jeez, dude. Like, okay, if anyone, like, obviously, people that listen to the podcast know that I, it was my birthday. I just turned 20. I'm older than Jason Tatum, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Man's got a look, kid. Look at what he's doing compared to you. And doesn't that just make you sad? Sorry, wait, is he, is he, uh, you as, are you, uh, well, see, I'm still 19, so I might oh be able to. I still God. have five months, dude. <laughs> You're still holding on to your five <laughs> months of teenagehood. Yeah, but it's but like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, they need to sort it out. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, move, yeah, like I said, hopefully there's more positive news next, next but week. But there is more positive news on the rookie front. Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson, yes, I think yes. we probably uh, talked a lot of shit about him, but maybe well, not, actually, on air, not on air. Not on, not on air. We did, uh, we have, you know, just in private discussions. Yeah, I'll openly state, I've talked a lot of shit about him. We, we, we basically said, what are you? Do, what, are, what has the Suns been doing with him? Because, Why like, did they pick him? Yeah. Especially at the start of the season, like, uh, maybe before, like, around December, before December, actually, he wasn't really getting a lot of game time. Like, he's the number four pick. People said that he could arguably be, the, argue, arguably be the number one pick. And it's looking like picking him is making sense now, though. Yeah. More and more sense. Well, he, I mean, he, he's he fit, a great defender. He fits perfectly alongside Devin Booker. Like, he's yeah. someone that, you he know... He needs to learn to shoot. But if he yeah. can learn to just even just be a good spot-up three-point shooter, he well, doesn't pe- need to learn pe- to... People said that he has Kawhi capabilities. Like, Kawhi, when he came to the league, couldn't shoot at all. And obviously, yeah. Kawhi is like, he's, he's like a robot. He's molded from a different Do you think Suns management can turn a guy into what... You know, can do what the San Antonio management done? No, but they Definitely can do not. a good job. They could, they, they, if they can get anywhere close, that's still very positive for yeah. Jackson. Yeah, and you got TJ Warren worked on his game, averaging twenty a game. Dra- Dragon Ben has been, you know, getting more minutes. He's improving. He's been getting poster. Oh, no, that was Alex Len who's been getting violated. Yeah, Alex <laughs> has, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, he's yeah. still a good player though. Bender, Len, Jackson. I mean, they got some good players. Marquis Chris, you know, has potential. He hasn't really done much, but Booker and Warren have had some dynamite games. <laughs> And exactly, if you yeah. put them on the floor, like with maybe a Len or a, or a, uh, whatever that other guy's name, I completely forgot it. Uh, Dragon Bender, man. Dragon cool Bender, name. like like Dragon the guy Bender. from um the Airbender, like from uh, Rocky. I'm pretty sure the guy there was like Dragon or something. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but it's like that's a decent young team. So they're actually and they're winning some games now. There, where are they now? They're up to the eleventh seed. Well, how many games have they won? Sixteen. Yeah, they're ahead of the Lakers. So, yeah, they're ahead yeah. of the Lakers. All those um, Sacramento, Memphis, Dallas. So they're not doing that bad. They're not doing that, but yeah, like pretty much ever since they filed Earl Watson, they were sort of back on the incline. So, yeah, yeah. They got Tyler Eunice as Tyler Eunice as well. Yeah. So especially no Eric, Eric Bledsoe, they're still performing pretty decently. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. God damn it, book is good. I was watching them yesterday. All star? Not, not. I don't know about all star, but he can score anywhere. He shoots great. Shoots great from the three point line, and also. Underrated passer. Some of the passes he makes, he's got really good vision. He'll he's, float up. He's really athletic. He can hang in the air and he can kind of just pass it from anywhere. He's a very, very, very good player. But he's not a good defender. Not a good defender at all. But, but who, who really okay. plays defense nowadays? Yeah. Who yeah. Really plays defense the Suns, you don't really play defense. Apart exactly. from if you're Josh Jackson. Yeah, yeah, dude. Devin Booker to me is like, uh, potentially could be the next Kobe. Well, Kobe was talking about him and Kobe doesn't like get excited much and they were asking him and he was kind of getting a bit flustered. He was like, yeah, he is actually really goddamn good. He, he's really, really good. And he, he was like really young for his draft class as well. Yeah. Really young for his draft class. And like in college, he only averaged 10 points a game. So it's a big jump that he's made uh, over the past like what, two, three years? Yeah. So, yeah. He's really got a lot of potential on him. Um, yeah. Anything you want to 
anything more you need we need to address? Well, apparently, um, talking about we talk about all these players, uh, you know, shooting shots they maybe shouldn't be taking on Instagram. Ah, uh, well, yes. Clippers, if it, the Clippers, the Clippers tried to get Carl Anthony Towns for Blake Griffin. Apparently, what they they offered, they called up, they had the balls to call up Minnesota and offer Griffin for Carl Anthony Towns. They did that. They is, th- let, the, let the silence breathe, David. Like, <laughs> let it breathe. The Clippers are, are playing pretty well at the moment, and Griffin's being a big part of it, but he get injured at any moment. Whereas Carlton Town's incredibly durable. Yeah, like, that's that's one of the most blasphemous things I've ever heard. Like, the blasphemy coming that's out like, of the mouth. Like that's like if I, if I like, had a okay car and I was like oh you can have a uh, Lamborghini he's like, like yeah that's that a good bro that's a good joke that is a very good joke you're not taking my car I'm not trading your car for your you know lower class car and like yeah I'm not saying that Blake Griffin's all that bad but like when he's on the court he plays really well but Mango can cast with a slight elbow to the head yeah slight, like honestly like if Maybe because we're more hardened up because, you know, we're Australian. We watch, like, a lot of... All right, stuff. all right, whatever. But this guy got a graze to the head with an elbow, and it looked like he died. He acted like he died. Yeah, he did. So, and was he actually concussed? Oh, no, he was. He was, like, twitching on the floor. It was actually pretty bad. Like, I'm not trying to make fun of the situation, but, like, it, it seemed soft. Damn. But what about Cam Newton's concussion? Oh, my God. I guess... Uh, He's, the, like, uh, gets flattened. He falls to the ground on the way off. And look, next drive... Oh, get out there, bro. You know, dude, he's, like, sitting down. He's, like... His eyes are just, like, in space. And then somehow shreds for the next... Yeah. Few, the next few minutes. Like, he just throws, like... T- like, he threw that pass. Um, oh, to McCaffrey. Yeah, that to guy McCaffrey. fast. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I don't know, dude. What a stud, though, dude. Cam Newton, but like he came out and just like not at all. It doesn't make any sense. That's yeah, why the he, concussion things don't make sense. Because in a big game, the teams are going to be like, "What are you going to do? Ba- what are you going to do? Like make them take their win away because of their player played the concussion? You can't really do that. Yeah. What you can do is find them. Well, yeah, thing, they'll pay that fine. That's thing. Like we've had that like in the like in the, in our own sort of domestic competition, the NRL here in Australia. Like there's so much on the line when it comes to wins and losses that like. To have someone come off a concussion, which in itself is sort of an arbitrary thing, because you don't know if they're concussed or just like they're tired. Like, there's yeah. so many factors that can contribute to like if you know if someone's clearly con- concussed, like what Cam Newton was, like literally he died. He, like it was dead for like a yeah. second. It was just dead for a couple of, of <laughs> lights minutes. were out. Yeah, like that one, that paid. one, like that one, protect your health. But there's some like iffy ones where it's just like oh he sort of he sort of just laid down for like a couple of seconds, like. I'm all for health and stuff, but you, this is what you sign up for. Yeah. Right? No one, no one, no one's like, oh, I didn't. These are competitors. How do you think they got to where they are? Yeah, they're not like, oh, I didn't expect to be concussed in this world. Like, this is part of the job description. When you apply for the job, you're you applied for this job knowing that you could get serious brain damage. Yeah. Like in the NBA, like you could be getting serious knee injuries for the rest of your life. Not like, that they're anywhere near as similar. Of course, <laughs> but you know what I mean. But I mean, yeah, like we had in the NRL the Origin this year. James Tedesco, one of, if people in America, he's basically New South Wales' best attacking player in the rugby league yeah. in the state versus state comp. He was maybe maybe concussed. Blues are winning game two, going to win the series. He goes off for a concussion test. Whole game changes. Whole Blues game lose changes. a series. Yeah. It's like, really? Well, 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 Jonathan Thurston was playing for the other team with like basically a destroyed shoulder. But yeah. Because it's like... A shoulder and not the head. He's yeah. allowed to do it. It's like... Teams really, like, let that be a lesson. Teams aren't just going to take their best player off. 
Exactly. Especially when it's like, if like if Brady gets hit in the head in the Super Bowl, by sure they're not taking on Brady. They're gonna keep him on and ride him out for the end, rest of the game. And then at the, and then the very end they'll be like, oh, you know, we evaluated him and we did think he was concussed. Man was stumbling all over the floor, and like, yeah. you know what I mean? They won't they won't do anything. So, yeah, it's one of those situations. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to move on and ask you something about um, some trade rumors. So, yep. Milwaukee's still in the hunt for a center. DJ, McGee, all them. But also, I think there's something's changed the game there. Andrew Bogut is actually, he got cut released, by Lakers. Released, yes. I don't know why. He's, he's a good I think, player. I think, I think they want to free up a roster spot to get a shooter on the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Because, like, they already have, what, they play... They basically play Lopez, like they play Randall at center sometimes. Yeah. Lopez sometimes at center. Randall's been playing really well recently. Yeah, Bogut's Bogut sort of like, even though he's still a decent player, like he's sort of Well, Milwaukee needed. are looking at potentially signing him. Yeah, I know. You know, uh, team up with more Aussies. He's a good player. He's a very good player, yeah. He's very, very good. Very underrated passer. Like he's a very good playmaking big man. Good, Always good defender, hard strings, tough guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's a good player, really good player. Um, um, and then if you're moving on to, from that. Mirtric for favors is apparently already like a done deal. Who? So Nikola Mirtric and Derek. Oh favors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and apparently the trade can't come through until well, uh, the fifteenth of January. So yeah. I think by the time this airs, it might be done. But apparently it's like already a done deal. Um, Nikola Mirtric has been. I saw this on SDC, the YouTube channel. He was talking about how. He's been liking the Salt Lake Tribune, following Donovan Mitchell, liking all this Utah stuff. It's like, yeah. he definitely knows what's up. And he still wants to trade. Uh, who? Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, like, I, I think, uh, like I said before uh, on this show, like I knew there was a reason why Mirotic had big numbers and they were playing him a lot. They were trying to trade him. Like, yeah. They were trying to boost up his value so they could trade him. For Derek Favors, I did not expect that. It's a bit of a weird choice. He's Derek, not that young anymore. Derek Favors, yeah, I know. He was... He had a lot of promise back in the early days, but yeah, he hasn't really shown to be that good. Very, he's a solid player. He's a solid player, but like, and you I move don't know. on from that. I don't know. Like, yeah, Chicago. That means Chicago's tank is is just gonna go down the down the shitter now because Zach Levine's back, so they're yeah. fully out of it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Levine's back in it. Man, I love Levine. Um, he's a good player, but yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of gonna be a lot of sort of trade uh, things coming up soon. So yeah, we'll, you know, up. we'll keep our eye on it. There was know. that Randall for um, Randall for Noel trade that just never went through, which I think is smart because you're trading like. Wait for who? For Noel. Oh yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You're trading an expiring contract because you want to get something in return for I think Noel's on a one year prove it deal. Yeah, who yeah. Is he- looking to get paid you're going to get nothing for it anyway because he's going to leave. So you may as well just keep Randall. Like, it, it didn't make any sense for either team. Well, I guess, I don't know. Maybe Noel, the, the Noel, Mavs. is a good center, though. And he's They're a, not going to He's pay athletic. Him. Like, he, I still think he has potential to be someone like, uh, we mentioned his name, DeAndre Jordan. Like, he's still got a lot of potential. He sort of stuffs up his contract, though. He he's hungry for money. He should wants cash. Should, should have accepted the money. Should have accepted the Dallas Mavericks contract. But, yeah, that's... Uh, that's whatever. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention quickly was uh the whole NBA draft, uh, NBA All-Star draft oh, yeah. situation where it's like, you know, we all know that like, they change sort of the way they're going to pick the teams and stuff, which is cool. You know, interesting, you know, try and spice it up a bit. But they're not going to televise the draft at all, which sort of nullifies the whole reason why that even exists. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, how do they even, like, 
Why do they do no, that? That's, that's like if the regular NBA draft wasn't televised and then we got the news. Oh, yeah, by the way, Lonzo Ball got picked number two. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, you don't get the suspense. You, got, you don't get the atmosphere and all that stuff. And, like, obviously they're trying to protect players' brands. Is that what it is? Are they trying to protect brands? I think they're trying to... Well, think about it. If you're... If you're, if you're uh, let's say, Adidas... And Dame Lillard gets picked last out of all the All Stars. You're like, oh, that's yeah. not that's not good for his image. Like yeah. he's he'll be viewed as the worst All Star, which is like, I guess corporately it's fine, but like, then there's no point anyway because, you know, and I th- I think the drafts pretty much like a stupid thing because they're all just gonna be, it's basically gonna be East and West again anyway because yeah they're all, they're all gonna pick their teammates and all that stuff. Yeah, like I mean LeBron's t- if LeBron's captain, yeah, he's gonna pick. Like, 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 think about, like, think about like the okay, like the five from the east and five from the west. Let's just say starters. So there's like what LeBron James, Giannis, Embiid, um, who else is there? Kevin Love, let's say, and who's another guy? Kyrie, and then and then Simmons. Then, oh yeah, I'm just talking about starters. Yeah, and then you have um, like Chris Stapps. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just named some people, and then you have like uh, obviously Steph, KD, um. James Harden, DeMarcus Cousins, and Anthony Davis, let's say. And then Steph Curry gets a number one pick because he got the most votes. He goes, you know what? I'll pick Kevin Durant. That's fine. LeBron James goes, you know what? I'm going to pick my teammate Kevin Love. Yeah. That's fine. Then, I don't know. Steph Curry picks uh, Anthony Davis or something, who said, you know, hypothetically. And then uh, LeBron James goes, okay, I'll pick Joel. Do you know any of these players? Huh? You kick? Uh... Th- uh, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm just I'm trying to think of the just you know just who it could be. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. You know, I'm just gonna stop this. It's a bit a bit of a laugh situation here. David doesn't look enthused. Well, I'm not. I, I'm just. You don't look enthused about about this topic. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, I get it. I get it. Like it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's I think yeah. kind of weird. Like they're trying to spice up the All Star game. It's just not really something you can like spice up. Like in Australia, uh, the I'm idea like, of having an uncompetitive. All star game is just ridiculous Cause because to us, our, in, injuries, injuries and, and yeah, an our all star game state of origin is a bloodbath. It's more important than the actual like it's to a lot of players. It's bigger than actually winning the championship. Yeah. It's well, like that's because yeah. that's a lot of people can make a lot of money from it as well. Like they get like pay like what thirty k or something. Yeah, but the point is game. like origin like, game like out like origin compared to the all star game is like no like completely different. But that's what I mean. There's gonna be sort of more incentive, I guess, for the all star game. Which like, do you reckon they could do a like an East versus West? Anyone born like in I don't maybe, know. I don't know. Well, like, what me and my, like, my dad was thinking, like, saying, like, maybe, like, if they, they, so I think they do it in baseball. It's like whoever wins the East or the West gets home court advantage for the, for the finals. Oh. That's what they do in the play. I think that's what, I'm pretty sure that's what they do in baseball, maybe hockey. That'd be really good. I mean, so, like, if, because then, you know what I mean? Like, LeBron James will be like, okay, guys, we actually really got to play. Gotta we win. really, we really got to play. And yeah. then, oh, you know, conversely, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry's like, we really need to play. So yeah, it's it cool. more incentive, but then again, it doesn't reward the team coming first. Then you know what I mean. Well, you still get home advantage throughout your side of the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah, I guess. But you, you know can argue that you can argue that when it's like East versus West, one team shouldn't like it shouldn't be um, one team getting advantage because they had a higher seed. It's kind of like two leagues kind of yeah. thing. You can argue well, that. I, I feel like maybe they could do like a. America versus international. I think that, that that could be even better. That'd be pretty dope. Because then, especially because we got a lot more really good international players like Giannis, Simmons, Embiid, Porzingis, mm, Porzingis. and they're all gonna they're all, all four of them probably at least gonna be in the uh, 
all-star game. So, you know, we have a lot of quality uh, all-star players. But, yeah. I think we're getting to the end of this, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we're about an hour and ten, hour and ten. So, so you want to quickly, you were speaking about doing some, like, Oh yeah, I just can't say we yeah we've hit the mid like, obviously the NBA season's hit midway you Jeez, know, past forty one games yeah no, it was actually a fast <laughs> yeah there's actually this joke at work like there's this one guy who's sort of like he goes like oh man that was a slow five minutes and he's like oh is that different from a fast five minutes because obviously five minutes is five minutes yeah. you know what I mean but yeah that was a bad joke okay but yeah I guess <laughs> I want to talk about like mid season sort of uh you know evaluation I guess because you know it's already been past forty one games so I guess uh, you know, we'll go through some of the typical awards. MVP, who do you think, who do you have, David? Despite all the shit I talked about him, LeBron. LeBron? Yeah. Or yeah. oh, who else? Harden's I, 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 I think Kyrie. No way, I man. I think Kyrie. No. And pe- let's be honest, everyone's getting on the Kyrie hype train. I was the first one on no, it. I've no, been the first one on it. Kyrie. You, you're the, Kyrie's one, who, you're the one who says Jason Tatum can't be rookie of the year because he's like, his team's too sacked. Because he's like, the fourth option on the team. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, like, at times, there have been times where Kyrie's deferred to him. I'm not taking anything away from Kyrie. I'm just saying, you can't use that argument and say, oh, Tatum's team stacked when Kyrie plays on that same team. He has Horford. He has Brown. He has Tatum. He has Rozier. He has all those guys who, a lot of the time, Kyrie is not even in the top two or three scorers for them in a game. So you, Not I all just, about scoring, Dave. It's the... It's all about impact, and I feel like it's impacted the team immensely. They've won them without him. Okay. Not, do you reckon Cleveland could win at all without LeBron? No. Yeah, but... Well, okay. LeBron's still on the team. They lost by 25 and like 35, whatever, by Minnesota and, Timber, uh, Minnesota and Toronto. But the point, it would have been like by 50 if he point, didn't play. Your most valuable, the most valuable player in the NBA lost to, lost to the Toronto Raptors by like 30 plus points. How can you be that valuable if you're getting destroyed? That's you know what, what I mean? that's what I'm kind of saying. Like this year's race is horrible compared to last year's. If yeah. I reckon if well, Kawhi well, was healthy all season, Kawhi would. Well, could win could it. everyone realize like it's not about everyone's trying to make it not about stats anymore? Because obviously yeah. last 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 season was all about stats, and that's why like I think Kyrie Irving might get the award, and I feel like he's a front runner. It's because people go like, oh, they're still just with the number one seed last Steph year. Steph could get it. Steph or KD could get it. No, nah, they would they cancel each other out like voting wise. They'll cancel each other. No, no, I'm just talking about hype. You know what I mean? Like because you vote and you're like, well. Steph and KD is both in the same team. You know what I mean? Like, they're not they're not gonna be in the top echelon. I think Kyrie, because he's he's clearly the number one player on the team. I know. I still think if Harden picks it up and stops choking, he can definitely win it. But nah, I'm going with LeBron he, right he, now because with Chris Paul is out, like he couldn't win without Chris Paul. They're not winning without. Oh, they actually are winning without Harden. Exactly. So maybe Chris Paul's more important than Chris, uh, James Harden, even though he's not putting the same numbers up. I don't know. Uh, I, I think LeBron. I think I think uh, just one the juicier one, races. No, I, th- I think one more person I want to mention is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's been getting a lot of headlines in regards to MVP. He's been playing really well. He's been playing really well for, you know, I I know we ripped on Minnesota Timberwolves yeah, a lot, but I didn't. We didn't rip on him though. Yeah, we didn't definitely didn't rip on him, and they've improved a lot even defensively, and that's because of solely because of Jimmy Butler. He's so. taking ownership. I mean, we ripped on Towns, and he's picked it up. Maybe not so much on the defensive end, but on the offensive end, he's rebounding and scoring. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to mention. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler's an MVP candidate. Uh, what were you, what were you saying is uh, quite juicy. Juicy race. The juicy uh, is uh, rookie of the year. Oh, that's that's a saucy race. Uh, Ben Simmons. I mean, did you see Markman drop thirty and ten the other day? But posted. Uh, what's his face? He he had a post Pausing on God. Some, yeah. Mm, he's, he's, yeah. Oh, let's be honest. Markman's low key been putting up better numbers than Porzingis lately. Yeah, man. He's he's a beast. 
I do think though that Simmons Simmons is rookie of the year. He's averaging. I mean, he's averaging like sixteen, nine, and eight or something. He's just that's that's you know, few things go differently. He could average a triple double. Like he's definitely there. Although, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm but to, I'm trying to charge my yeah, laptop, he's, bro. he's like really Mitchell. Although I do think, though, I said if the um, unlikely scenario where um, Utah make the playoffs, yeah, and Philly don't, and Mitchell because he scored thirty five yesterday, easy, easy thirty five. He should win. Like easy you got a guy putting up thirty points a game as a rookie, leading an unlikely team to the playoffs. That's hard to go by. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. That, I think Ben Simmons just because it's. His numbers are so unrookie like he's just some it's amazing numbers. Yeah. That he's probably the clear one, but like you said, and, Donovan and, and Mitchell's like in there. The fact that we're talking about the Sixers as a team, it's it's disappointing they're not in the eight this year. Compared to last year, it was like, Oh my god, they won a game. Oh my god. That's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of that is Simmons. He's transforming it. I mean, obviously it's Reddick and all those other guys, but still our, our expectations have hardened because Simmons because oh, our expectations of Simmons have hardened because it's a lot better than yeah. what we expected. So oh, I no, I, I, well, personally, I expected it because shout out to the Aussie. Yeah. I mean, Ball is coming back into the race, though. Yeah, Ball's like having solid 10, 7, and 7. You know, steals, blocks. He's he's like he's like top 10 point guard in every single big category except for points. So, yeah. respect on his name as well. Um, Depoy. Depoy. I like that. That's such a, such a sick acronym. Depoy. No, it's not. Depoy. Um, I don't know. This race has been a lot, bit more Duller than usual. Usually it's like, oh, is it Kawhi? Is it Draymond? Is it Rudy Gobert? Kawhi, get healthy, Kawhi. You're ruining all these awards. Is, 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 it, is it DeAndre Jordan? Um, I don't know. Kevin Durant's put his name out there, especially like with the blocks and all that. But I don't think you can have two defensive player of the year on the same team. Why do you think team. like that though? It's interesting. Because like, because then is it that you're individually good, or is that the team's just that good that you're able to? Sh- the team's that good that you're able to shine. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, know, sometimes, sometimes it's more team than it is individual because maybe everyone does their role. That when it gets that's to you, true. then you like that's what I mean. Like if everyone if everyone shuts people down and then they drive and then Kevin Durant can collapse and just get a uh, off offside block. You know what I, I mean? Know, yeah, that's true. Maybe like his numbers are more inflated than usual, but I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like Stephen Adams and Paul George as well. They they are anchoring that defense. Exactly. Yeah. Paul George. Paul George is a good candidate. <laughs> He's playing playing really well defensively. But yeah, that one's a. That one's a bit iffy at the moment. Um, uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, well, Jimmy Butler could be in there. I'm going to go with Embiid. Nah, uh, actually, screw that. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> no, I'm going to go with Green. Because, like, Green is still, like... He yeah, does everything. Yeah, I think Jamie Guards Green, all yeah. five positions, we all know. He's always on board. Defense is great. He's he's uh, basically a middle linebacker on a basketball court. He just... Yeah. He's, he calls the plays. Um, hard to go past him. He's a beast. He pisses me off when he's on the Jamie court. Jamie Green's a good one. Honestly, if Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart could be a smoky. Yeah, know, he could be a smoky. He's but old. I don't. He just he said he wants to win it. Yeah, he he could be a smoky. He played he plays a decent amount of minutes as well, like thirty plus minutes. So he, yeah, and he doesn't do anything else but play defense. Really. Well, he does. He's a good passer. He had that one game where really he where passer. he scored pretty well. But yeah, he's a good passer and stuff like that. But I mean, like he makes his name on the defensive end is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's almost um, as if he covers for Kyrie. I guess we could do a quick one here. Most improved, Victor Oladipo, quite, quite, quite yeah, <laughs> very, very clear. Uh, coach of the year, nah, I think Brad actually, Stevens. No, oh, sorry, no, the most improved is definitely Julio Okafor. Oh, shout out to Julio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, eight minutes, two points. He's getting up, he's getting up. 
But oh. yeah, definitely Oladipo. Yeah, definitely Oladipo. I think Brad Stevens, coach of the year, pretty much. And I think we already established it. I think Golden State's pretty much the front runners. As How is usual. anyone going to beat them? Exactly. How is anyone going to beat them? You're telling me that JR and freaking JR and IT are going to shut down Clay, going to run through those screens? Defend oh, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum are going to be. <laughs> I tell you, Celtic no, man, no, don't I, sleep, don't sleep. I, I'm not. I'm being real, dude. I'm don't, being try real. And, don't, no, don't try and don't try and don't try and ego depends on it, and LeBron will do anything for his ego. Like I, I said, like him, but he's an egomaniac. Like I said, don't try and buy a plane ticket when the plane's already in flight. I'm already on that plane flight. Hashtag the Celtics. Celtics for the championship. They're not gonna no. See, why do you say things like that? Why do you say the Celtics are gonna win the championship? <laughs> I, I, I'm just kidding. They're, gonna, like, they're not. They're gonna, they're gonna make the finals though. Don't, they're gonna make the finals. I don't know. Is that it? You want to wrap it up? Yeah, uh, I guess you know. Thanks. For oh, by the way, we actually um, you know, like it's not really a thing. We really just got it so we could bags the name on Twitter, but we started a Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To follow. Not too much on at the moment, and this is probably the worst sales pitch ever. But like, yeah, it's just like it. We'll post links when we upload and other stuff like that. We're, we're not really sure. It's more so so we got the uh, the name. But if you want to follow that, yeah, you know, show support on that. Or that though that link will be in the description along with our YouTube. Uh, you know, we've been a bit soft on the YouTube. Yeah, we we'll try. We we'll try and get back on it as soon as we can. Um, you know, Patreon and all that stuff still there. Huh. I don't know. I feel like it's just there. It's just, you know, it's just there. It's if you want to. It just look legit even though we aren't. <laughs> yeah, it's just there. Um, you know, rate and review, subscribe on iTunes, you know, uh, whatever other podcast platform you listen to, you know, you know Podbeat, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah, whatever. Other ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure, you know, rate, review, subscribe. Why <laughs> you look at me like I know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just thanks for listening. Uh, Anything else you want to add, David? Um, no. I mean, oh, what a oh, what a surprise! Well, response. I was gonna say I was gonna ask a question, but you know what? I'll save it for another time. It's a strange question. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. You'll give me shit over it. Okay. And don't do your outro. Yeah, we can t- we can finish it up. Bye.